0: Welcome back everyone. This is More Than Numbers, Enneagram for Business. Uh, We're back with another episode and we have with us, Jessica Labonte. Welcome, Jessica, how are you feeling today?
1: Good, I'm so excited to be here.
0: It's she's a guest, but she is not a guest. (laughs) She is actually a
2: member, our newest member of the True Strategy team. So we're excited to have her with us, but she has a ton of knowledge and experience in the professional world that I think we're gonna be able to extrapolate from her story for this podcast. That's one of my big words for the
0: week, Lamar. Extrapolate. I think I have heard you say that a couple of times already this week, but hey, uh, that's how you got to increase the vocab. Uh, Jessica, tell us a little bit about your professional background.
1: Yes. So I got my degree in HR and business administration, and I have been working for two um, Fortune 500 companies in HR um, for the past few years, kind of doing a little bit of everything. So recruiting, benefits, business partner, um, everything, performance management, training development. um, So a wide range of stuff um, that works well for True Strategy.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, Before we go too much into the you and true strategy thing I do want to first start off by getting an understanding of what your experience has been with with Enneagram.
1: Yes. Um, so I was first introduced to Enneagram a few years ago, um, through church. I kind of never looked at it from a business side, kind of just more for personal growth. And, um, I kind of just found out what my number was. I was like, Oh, I'm a three. That makes sense. Um, but I didn't get to know like the other numbers or in depth wings or any more information on that. Um, so it's been fun to just learn and grow in what the Enneagram is, um, and how it can help, um, you know, Build relationships.
0: Yeah, was there something about it that that caught your attention other than other personality assessments? If you have taken some of those,
1: I think it just made more sense of why I am the way I am. It, it you know, I think other ones just give you your basic strengths, but the Enneagram really focuses on, you know, when I'm stressed, why do I do what I do? When mm-hmm. I'm, you know, at a healthier state and I'm super, you know, happy and feel accomplished, um, I act a certain way as well. Um, so that's been really helpful.
0: Yeah. It's funny. Like, and that's what everyone says. It's almost like Keanu gets in people's heads and tell them this is what you're supposed to say <laughs> from day one. He's like, it always gives you the why. And that's what we always hear. So what did you do Keanu? Well, I mean, I didn't do anything, but, uh, we actually <laughs> did meet
2: because uh, Jessica was working with Elevation Church and I did a presentation for some of her volunteer leaders. And, uh, Yeah, she was just really bought into our mission and where we're going and what we're doing. So we're happy to have her. So Jessica, before we go too far, tell us about a type three. Explain what it means to be a type three to someone that may not know anything about the Enneagram.
1: Yeah. So I have been always very success driven and accomplished driven. Um, Even before I knew I was a type three, I would, you know, kind of focus on what I'm doing to kind of prove myself. Um, So even to my boss, like it was always, what can I do? How much can I accomplish in order to make sure that she saw that I'm a valuable aspect to the team? Um, So knowing that um, it really made sense of why I focused on what I do. And I liked certain parts of HR better because I got more done off my checklist versus other things. <laughs> um, so I learned more about that. And I also learned, you know, when I was stressed at my last job and we we're going through hard times, you know, I'd kind of retreat back into my office and kind of go into a, um, a space of lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. So learning, you know, kind of that threes go into that um, unhealthy nine really made sense for me.
0: Yeah, no, that's so true. I remember one of our other good friends, who's the three we constantly mention him. But uh, one time we were on a web conference; it was all of us and the couples. And I don't even—it's so funny what we were arguing about because I don't even remember what it was. But like, he had gotten so upset that he just went and took a nap, like right in the middle of our web conference. So it's—it's it's, we can totally see that.
2: I was gonna say we were we were playing uh, board games or we we're playing some type of games. That is oh, the yeah. thing that comes between <laughs> us in our relationships more than Seriously. anything. Our our games. What do you think
0: the Enneagram would have done for you if you knew about it sooner?
1: From like a personal side or company side?
0: I would love to hear both.
1: Okay. Um, Personal side, I think it's just good to know the different levels of, you know, when I get into that unhealthy state and kind of just try to like be aware of what I'm doing and Mm -hmm. how to get back into that healthy state. From a professional side, I think it would have been super helpful um, from an HR side, just on both team dynamic as well as building managers and leaders.
0: Yeah. From an HR perspective, what are some of those things that you've noticed the most? Like when you say the team dynamic, what's typically missing?
1: I think just how managers go about their approach with certain employees. And of course, with every team, there's going to be some um, lack of communication. Um, and obviously, every team wants a really good culture fit. So, knowing each personality as well as a manager, I think, even from the beginning stages. So, before you offer someone um, an offer, that you take a look at their Enneagram type with the manager's Enneagram type mm-hmm. and figure out if it's a good fit. And also, you know, figure out an approach on how to approach that person from the start as well you know in many years to come
0: yeah culture is like I mean culture keeping is like something that is always talked about always 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 and it's really hard to maintain and create that culture if you have no way how to continuously facilitate by good communication so yeah um,
1: everything I feel like it helps you know increase profit as well as Basically, you know, help the team, you want them to be satisfied with their job. You wanted them to be satisfied with the company, but it also helps with profit in the end.
2: Speaking of culture, what are some of the mistakes that you've seen business owners or executives make when they're trying to fix their culture? Because one that I've seen is that people will start with, oh, what we do. And culture is not what you do. It's who you are, right? Culture is people. So the Enneagram starts at that very fundamental level of developing and pouring into people. So what are some things that maybe you've experienced where someone wanted to shift or make their culture better but they were just kind of maybe working in the wrong area or the wrong lane.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of leaders um, get stuck in that aspect. Like you said, they focus only on numbers and profits and they kind of lack the relationship side of it, but it's just as important.
2: Setting us up, accelerate relationships, accelerate (laughs) results. I'm telling you guys absolutely lean into your relationship and knowing your people that will increase your culture. You don't need new people, sometimes you do, right? You don't need new leaders. Sometimes you do, but more often than not, you have everything that you need at the table. You just need to get into those pieces and really start to figure them out, right? Leaders sometimes think that they have the wrong people on the bus. And I Mm -hmm. think more often than not, it's the right bus, but people are in the wrong seat and leaders want what they think is best for the company instead of what may actually be best for the company and finding the right seat for people. Right. Like we experience transition within our companies or within our businesses or jobs that we've had where I would have excelled or someone would have excelled in a position that was more suited for them. But leaders aren't necessarily getting to know people and saying, hey, what does it look yeah. like that Lamar's a one or Keanu's an eight or Jessica's a three? How do we find the position that's best suited for them uh, to find them the right seat on the on the bus?
0: Yeah.
1: As a recruiter too, we know that it costs thousands of dollars just to hire a single person. So if you already have someone, you should find the right, you know, place for them within your company.
0: That's really good. That's like some. That's like salary negotiating tips right there. It's like, <laughs> hey, this is how. Look how quickly you found me. I just saved you thousands of dollars. So <laughs> let's add half of that into my paycheck. <laughs> All right. All right.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, that's that's one thing that we're wanting to work uh, towards resolving for leaders, right? In leadership, conflict is inevitable. Personality conflict is inevitable. And what the Enneagram does is it helps us to accelerate our relationships truly and understanding, all right, but why are we in conflict, right? Mm. Why are we experiencing what we're experiencing and then navigate through that to save money on recruiting, right? Attrition is expensive. Let's learn how to work with what you have because sometimes the common denominator is not the person that we're about to fire, Right. The common yeah. denominator is oftentimes the leader. So, how can we help you to accelerate where you want to go with the people that you have? I'm fired up, guys. This is a really great episode. I'm pumped about this.
0: <laughs> I know. For a while, Keanu was holding back on his preaching, but now here it is. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tone it down a little bit. Let you guys talk a little bit more. No, that, that kind of leads you on, like now that we're just kind of talking about Keanu and whatnot. But Jessica, what uh. A- What brought you, what about true strategy brought you to us? Hold
2: up. He said, now that we're talking about Keanu.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Keanu recruited you. So it's like, it it obviously had to do with his first impression. So (laughs) what about Keanu slash true strategy brought you to us?
1: Yeah, so I met Keanu through Elevation Church, um, where he presented to our leaders on the Enneagram. I think it was a mixture of God as well as um, my interests and in, um, what he was looking for, as well as what I was looking for. I was looking for, you know, a company that has a strong Jesus foundation. But then also, like, I'm very passionate about HR. I'm very passionate about business. So it was a great fit.
0: And and I'm, I'm glad that that's the first thing that you mentioned is, is you went to God first and said, point me in a direction that that, that that's where uh, the foundation lies. And as you know, we're very open to talking about our faith on our podcast. And regardless of where you stand, we know where we stand. Um, and we want to love people regardless. Mm-hmm. But we've got foundations of truth that we solely rely on. So I, I love that. Keanu, what about Jessica made you say, you know what, she'd be a wonderful addition to the team?
2: Well, I think first and foremost, like she said, God arranges things in a way that sometimes you can't help but see him in it. So I Mm. think that we were at a point where we are at a point, we are still very much so a startup, right? We are very much still, so still grinding. And uh, I'm actually able to operate in a CEO role, not like how Dave Ramsey describes it, the chief everything officer. And so we were looking really for someone that could be like an executive assistant to really support my role and Lamar, your role and, and our CMO's role. But um, God, I think in true form and fashion, the same way that he's built this company from the beginning, he wanted to do more. And mm-hmm. so when we found Jessica, really, she reached out and said, hey, I know this is probably crazy, but are you hiring? And at the time, yes, you know, we were starting to look, but it was just for, like I said, an executive assistant. And her abilities and her skills are so much so more than that. So her official, official title is head of client relations, um, because that just really felt good to me. So I chose it. Uh, but Really, it's, it's navigating how do we build relationships with, with clients, also our culture within the company as we're onboarding our coaches. She's really leading in care and supporting them and then having everything that she has skill-wise to really support where we're going. And she has a mindset that says like, hey, nothing is not my job right and in the startup phase that's Mm -hmm. how everyone has to think like hey nothing's not my job i need to be able to step in um, every step along the way and then really being intentional speaking of culture building i know some of you leaders that are out there listening you have businesses that have been running for a long time or maybe you didn't even start you just lead where you didn't get the opportunity to be intentional about creating your culture but that doesn't mean that you can't start today right you may have a culture that needs a shift that needs to take a turn um and, and you can treat it just like we are from the beginning, very, being very intentional about the culture that you create. And you're creating culture either way. So you might as well be intentional about it. If you are allowing certain things, if you're tolerating certain things, you're creating culture. So you might as well lead it in the direction that you want to go. And Jessica very much so fit our culture um, of being willing to grind and, and be aggressive and really be intentional about reaching people. And uh, yeah, so it was just a really great fit. Plus, even more than that, my wife liked her. So, you know, <laughs> I, I'm very much so uh, intentional about, about hiring or bringing people onto the team. My wife has a great, great gut instinct feeling about people. So we had dinner with Jessica and my wife is like, yep, I like her. I think that she's a great fit as well because she knows this is about legacy, right? She knows this is about, you know, family, fam- our, our family name, and then also the legacy of all of you that join, you know, our company. And so she sees that, hey, like, no, that, that makes sense. Like she's going to be, be great for the team and and
0: great personally and professionally. So, yeah, that's how it came together. Of course. Number one, does God approve? And then number two, does Wifey approve? Has Amen. to be there. Has to be there. Uh, what, what made me, uh, it brought me to a scripture because Jessica, you totally have been a godsend uh, to our company. And we're so fortunate to have you. You've already, just this week, have been relieving a lot of stress for me, just being able to, to get things taken care of very quickly. So, that's been awesome. But, Keanu, you remember the scripture that we said, like back when. It was like we had just probably formed up this whole partnership thing. And uh, it was from Matthew 18, uh, 19 and 20. And it says, uh, and, and Jesus is talking in regards to believers, right? So, so don't take this out of context. He's speaking to people who believe and follow Christ. But he said, I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, you ask my father in heaven will do it for you right? For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them, right? When we first sat down to commit our lives to Christ, to following him, like before True Strategy came about, before Enneagram was a thing, we decided to follow Christ together. And we've been asking him together for people like Jessica to come into our business, to to coach as many people as possible, to bring this podcast into bigger and better things. And he's been doing it. It's been so amazing. So Uh, That's why it's important to us. Why we have that foundation is because God will truly do it for us. If we're truly following him. I love it. Amen. Uh, Back to you, Jessica, what excites you most about how we're bringing this into the professional space?
1: I think what excites me the most is just the different areas it can help HR professionals as well as business leaders. I see it like we talked about from a recruiting side, I see it from a performance management side. So maybe you have a lower performer that you just need to have step up. So how can you motivate that person the best and make sure that they're in a healthy state? I also see it from a training and development. So a larger team um, getting you know to work better together and collaborate better. And then I also see it from a management side. How can we get those, you know, future leaders, those executives um, at a higher place and just really helping them develop and grow their skills as well as relationships within the company?
0: So many different ways to apply it. It, It's like a little buffet line. It's crazy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
2: lamar that's the second time in two consecutive weeks that you've referenced food
0: on this podcast (laughs) are you hungry at this time of day bruh i'm uh, i'm eating clean and i miss i miss the dirty foods there i said it (laughs) well you asked a great question lamar and
2: i want to stay in that lane for a minute jessica being in hr you've experienced a ton of different personality tests and i remember when you sent me your resume you had like six different ones myers-briggs uh finders um
1: Insight, discovery. Insight, discovery.
2: So I was like, wow, very, very uh, aware of her personality. But um, what are some of the differences? Because I know that I contact people and they say, oh yeah, we use this and this. And of course, I'm going to say that ours is better and ours is different, right? But I truly mean it. What are some of those differences that maybe if you were communicating right now, let's say right now you're not talking to Lamar and I, you're talking to an HR professional and you're wanting to uh, really influence them and sell them on the Enneagram, what would you tell them?
1: I think it's multiple parts. I think some tests that I have taken in the past, it puts people in like one of four categories, I would say. I know Insights Discovery does that and it's great and I really liked it. But I also think that that's pinpointing someone down into a very small category when everyone's not like that. So I was the same color is what those, that one is. And I was the same color as someone who honestly was nothing like me. We just tested the same. So I think Enneagram really helps with that. It gives you more options, but also I love the fact that it can, um, there's different categories. So you have the wings, you have different States. Um, it goes beyond, and also you can use that to your advantage within businesses where I feel like, um, the other tests didn't do that as much.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. That made me, it makes me want to ask you a tough question, Keanu. Are you ready? Oh man, please. I'm born for it. <laughs> he Let's gets go. fired up for tough questions. <laughs> Let's go. That's that's literally all I do in this podcast. What's the hardest question I can ask Keanu right now without him knowing? So when, if I'm a, I'm trying to listen as a perspective of someone who has not been exposed to Enneagram because there's other assessments and things out there where it can be so general and so broad that it like, it captures a bunch of different people. And you're like, well, yeah, that applies to every, like, how could I say no to something like that? You see what I'm getting towards Keanu? So nope. no. Okay. Well, <laughs> what, what I mean by that is that um, descriptions could sound so broad that it fits a wide range of people. So it's like, like almost like horoscopes sometimes. Like, you get what oh, I'm saying? Gosh. Yeah. Maybe started on horoscopes,
2: horoscopes are becoming popular again, and it makes me so mad. Because, like, one of my favorite podcasts, the Patrick Bet David podcast, great entrepreneur, definitely would recommend listening into him. um But he was talking about how some horoscope professional told him, You're a this with a little bit of that, and a little bit of this, and a little bit of that. And I'm like, Are you serious? Like, that is just ridiculous. But I do understand. I want to be, um, Understanding that some people might think of the enneagram like that, but it's not horoscope. It is definitely not yeah. that. Anyways, Lamar, go ahead. Get back to your question. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear. I hear you're you kind of getting there. You're kind. I
0: don't really know exactly how I'm trying to ask it. To be honest with you, but we're kind of hitting in that space of. Dang it! I feel like it was so clear in my head, and so I try to explain it. You know, it's interesting, Lamar. Well, while you think about it, I
2: want to shed some light on uh, defense mechanism of a type one, the defense mechanism of a type one is reaction formation. And so with that as well, you just type ones really want to format their thoughts or their questions in a way that is just so or just right. So I want to say, hey, just just throw a question out there. And if I don't like it, we'll
0: run it back and I'll edit it out. So just maybe just throw it out there. Okay, so We talk about wings and paths and all these different stuff. It's sometimes if I'm not exposed to Enneagram, it could sound like it's just some real general broad stuff. What do we say to combat that? Well,
2: let's have the conversation as if you're the one asking it, right, Lamar? Okay. What about wings and paths feels like, um, what feels broad about that? Where does that feel very general instead of specific?
0: So when we talk about how we can be this type, then when we have all these other different Nuances, what if it's just like a way to just put us into to explain why we are the same type but different,
2: right? So, you mean like if if somebody is a type eight and then they take on paths of the type two and the five? And then oh, how about
0: this? Okay, here I figured it out. If I'm a type eight and you're a type eight, but we're like, but people will look at us side by side and I'm like, you guys don't seem alike at all, right? Explain that for me.
2: Yeah, well, I guess I would say that every person is very unique and very specific. And being believers, we know and we believe that every person is unique in their creation, right? Every person is special. The hairs on their head are numbered, not counted, numbered, right? And my number is very low because now I'm bald, but (laughs) they're still numbered. (laughs) <laughs> right so why would God not be just as intentional in the formation of our personality yep. right and how we operate how we navigate and stress and health and everything in between so just because I'm an eight wing seven and and you know our, our one of our partners David Benham's an eight wing seven we're still going to be very different because of our experiences and the way that we react to those different parts of our personality in the same way someone can be have the, the very same upbringing or similar upbringing uh, they could have a lot of similarities but they're still going to look different because they are still unique. So there aren't only nine different types of people and and that's how we're navigating the world in these nine specific ways. No, it really comes down to how you navigate the numbers. So I tell everyone when I'm sitting down with them and explaining what the Enneagram is, I tell them you have your dominant number for an eight. That's an eight, right? That's dominant. That is their uh, processing system. That's their core. And we believe that that's how you were created. That's not what you become. That's how God made you given this understanding. You have your eight and then you have your paths for an eight. That's a two and a five. So you navigate both of those numbers and characteristics as well. You never become a two or a five. You just take on characteristics from those numbers. And then you have your wings, seven and nine, and you're taking on characteristics from there as well. So I usually write this down and circle it and highlight it when I'm meeting with a client and I tell them you are navigating five different characteristics or five different Uh, traits and characteristics of different personalities. And what we do is we shed light on all five. So I can tell you what it means to process and, and have the internal drivers of a type eight and really be a type eight at your core. I can tell you what it looks like when you're navigating and accessing that seven wing and that nine wing. I can tell you what it means when you're taking on the healthy or the blind spot characteristics of a type two. I can tell you what it means when you're taking on the unhealthy or the leverage characteristics of a type five, right? We can just shed light on it. It's not adding anything new. It's giving a framework to what you already know about yourself instead of living on accident, right? Too many people are living on accident that, oh, this is just how I am. This is just how I've become. We are built on purpose and we are meant to live on purpose, right? We have a purpose. So when we have all of this understanding of our Enneagram side, then we can begin to walk on purpose and in purpose, knowing exactly how we were created, Right? I knew a lot about myself before I found the Enneagram until I found the Enneagram and realized I still know nothing about myself. I believe it was Socrates, a uh, philosopher that said, the only thing I know is that I know nothing. Mm. Right. So yeah. it cracks me up when a person says, oh, I don't need that. I, I know I know enough about myself. Those are the most unaware people, by the way right? The most self-aware people are like, dude, I still got a lot of growing yeah. and and I can't wait to lean into it because how could we think that we know ourselves as best as, you know, better than anyone else. And uh, so it's just fun. Um, I don't know. Does that answer your question, Lamar? What are you it hearing? It really
0: does. No, it's funny. I just love when I get to answer a, a tougher question and like feel the rhino come out of you and you're like, okay, I'm sorry that I even <laughs> asked it in the first place, but you I'm answered the up. question. I'm fired up. <laughs> um, anything you want to add to that, Jessica? Yeah,
1: I think that's a great kind of, um, show like goes into HR as well, just because within a business, it helps if your employee is aware of themselves and their strengths and um why they are the way they are and is confident in that. But it also helps the manager. How can I help you be your best self in order to get the job done? I think that some larger companies have a one way that they want all their leaders to be. And I think everyone is unique. And if we can leverage that, I think that would help companies grow as well.
0: Yeah. Freaking love that. By the way, Keanu, you made a comment about the hairs being on your, (laughs) the hairs numbered on your head. Look, I love your bald head, man. I'm the one that told you to do it.
2: It brings character. You did. You said go bald and maximize the beard and it's going to be a
0: look and I fully own it. I love it. It's, it's the brand. Hey, there we go. It really is. It's a great brand. Before we wrap this up, uh, I love asking, give us one of your favorite quotes or scriptures uh, that really motivates you in life.
1: I think I have a couple. Um, Let's do I love in Daniel. It says, And even if not, God is still good. And I live by that just because I think every no and everything that might not look the way you want it to just go back to that reminder that God is good no matter what. And, you know, even if you don't get that job or you don't get, you know, that husband or whatever it is, God will always be good no matter the situation. And I believe that he shows that through um, when you continue on with your life.
0: Yes. And amen. Literally my eyes. I'm not joking. I started getting a little watery because like, even if not God is still good. Like there's just hearing that just gives you so much warmth. That's such yeah. a great one. I love that. I love how the Bible can just speak to so many different people. And like, which is like a scripture that I have never once really, I could say that reading through the Bible as many times as I have, can't say that like it, it hit me, but dang, that's great. Love it. Uh, Keanu, what can we add before we uh, jump out of here?
2: No, I think, uh, you know, welcome to the team, Jessica. We're super, like I said, we're thrilled to have you and the impact that you're going to have, as I mentioned, head of client relations for True Strategy. So as you engage with us, you'll definitely be um, hearing from her as well. And uh, yeah, this has been fun. Here we go. So thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Lamar, both of you for your time and your commitment to really accelerating relationships and accelerating results all around the country, all around the world with True Strategy. I just want to express my gratitude for both of you. This was once just a vision. This was once just an idea and now we're walking in it. And I'm so thankful for you both. And we are thankful for you listeners, those that, those of you that have been riding with us. It is uh, really great to be connecting with all of you in this way, but this is kind of a one-sided relationship and we don't want that. We We want a relationship with you so you can contact us info at truestrategy.info if you want to engage with us further, if you want our support in accelerating relationships and accelerating results in your business and our assessment is live. So if you don't know your Enneagram type or you know somebody that doesn't know their Enneagram type or you want your team to experience the True Strategy Enneagram, then visit our website assessment. Dot TrueStrategy.info, And you can purchase a single use or multiple uses for your business for your teams. Or if you know your type already, and you want to experience how we break down the Enneagram with our five page PDF, you can visit our shop at www.truestrategy.info forward slash shop. And you can just download the results for your type and uh, explore those there. So we can't wait to uh, engage with you guys further. Again, you can email us contact us. And uh, Lamar is going to get mad if I don't say it subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating. Thank you. We see the ratings coming up and we really do appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys next time.